Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. The Knot is where you'll find vendors for every wedding. Floral to fawn over. Cakes you almost don't want to cut. Oh, it looks so good. DJs to drop it to. Venues worthy of your grid. Photographers that make every hour golden hour. Really, vendors for any vibe. With the help of fresh reviews and a few useful filters, you can find your vendors faster than you can say, I do. The Knot Vendor Marketplace. Find vendors for every wedding at thenot.com slash audio. Big stories and even bigger guests. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Let me give you our phone number. It's 1-800-263-2428. 1-800-263-2428. We have the lines open now. If, never mind if, I want to hear your views on what's happening with electricity prices in the province of Ontario. I want your thoughts and your views and your concerns and your experiences. 1-800-263-2428. Your views, your thoughts, your experiences, your concerns about what's happening with electricity prices in the province of Ontario. Where do you lay the blame? Where do you lay the blame? Is Kathleen Wynne doing enough to mitigate the situation? And if she isn't, are you satisfied with what the Conservatives, the Progressive Conservatives and the NDP are offering? Because I'm going to answer my own questions here. First of all, no to Kathleen Wynne and no to the Progressive Conservatives, and no to the NDP. It's the ratepayer, the homeowner, the person who has to pay the bills, the person who's trying to make it in life, that is carrying the, the pail here, and particularly those who have tremendous difficulty economically. 1-800-263-2428. We'll put you on hold for a few minutes, and then we will include your calls and your views and your thoughts and where you place the blame and what your experience is and whether you're satisfied with what Kathleen Wynne is offering and if you're at all satisfied with what the opposition parties are offering. Francesca Dobbin is back with us, the Executive Director of the United Way for Bruce and Gray Counties. We just have one minute here. We'll take a break. We'll continue with Francesca and then we'll, we'll take calls. Um, where are we now, Francesca, compared to where we were when we started talking, you and I, uh, a month or two ago? We're, things better or things worse? Things are definitely better. Um, the changes that have happened this week um, in the last seven days have just been an incredible whirlwind uh, with Hydro One stopping disconnects, Hydro One going out and actively reconnecting the 1,400 people. That and you had a lot to do with that. And uh, so that's a massive change. Um, they have a new staff person um, who's just doing incredible work in looking at these issues. Uh, focusing on making the payment arrangement plans for paying down old debt, you know, reasonable and affordable. So we've seen some major changes in the last seven days. Okay. We still have smaller electricity suppliers who still will disconnect in the middle of winter, correct? Yes. Yes. So we've, we've kind of won, um, and, and we, you know, when I say we, I mean like the province we, not, not we, just right the United Way here. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we've won um, a large... Um, I don't want to say battle, I hate war. No, I understand. Skirmish. um, 
you know, effort. We've won a large effort with right. Hydro One in uh, recognizing uh, the challenges okay. for our lowest income. Let me take a quick break, sure. and we'll come back, and we'll continue talking with Francesca Dobbin, the executive director of the United Way in Bruce and Gray Counties, and your calls and your experiences and what you want to say about the electricity crisis in this province, 1-800-263-2428. My number, it's the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Roy may be a lot of things, but shy isn't one of them. He never backs down from a good debate. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. Follow me on Twitter at The Roy Green Show. Electricity and the electricity prices in the province of Ontario. The crisis, the electricity crisis in Ontario. Just reading from a Global News report from December the uh, 6,000s of Ontarians spending 30% of their household income on electricity is the headline. Uh, that means, let me just quote, that means more than one-fifth of the energy distributor's 950,000 residential customers use between 25 and 400 percent more of their available income than the anti-poverty advocacy group Low Income Energy Network recommends. Lean, is the name of the group, believes an affordable energy burden is 6 to 8 percent of your total household income for your heating and non-heating energy bills, And, quote, says the policy analyst, we find that those folks who are at very low incomes, if they start paying 10 to 12 percent of their total household income on their energy bills, they're going to have to be making very difficult decisions. And those decisions include, those decisions include whether or not you'll be able to pay all three, your rent, your food, and your electricity, and when you heard Alan Carter, anchor of Global News, talk about families that have been cut off for five months and lines taken out, we're talking about poor people here. I know it may be not politically correct to use the word poor any longer, but they are poor people. And they're having, they have your electricity cut off for months. That is outrageous. And the Premier says she made a mistake. Francesca Dobbin, we'll include your calls. We'll get to your calls in a few minutes. Please stay on the line if you have one. 1-800-263-2428 is our number. 1-800-263-2428. Your reaction to the Ontario electricity crisis. Um, is Premier Wynne doing enough to resurrect your confidence in her? And are you hearing enough, positively, from the progressive conservatives or the NDP? And if you're not in Ontario listening to this program and many people are, don't think that it may not reach out and tap you on the shoulder as well. Because when there are agendas, this is the result. Francesca Dobbin, Executive Director of the United Way for Bruce and Gray Counties. And Francesca is blunt, tells it like it is, is unafraid, and has spoken very clearly and very directly about the impact of this electricity pricing crisis for the people of the province of Ontario. So when 20% of Hydro One's customers in Ontario, Francesca, use between 25 and 400% more of their available income for electricity than the anti-poverty group Low Income Energy Network recommends, and it should be between 6 and 8% 
of total household income for heating and non-heating energy bills. For very low-income people, if they start to pay between 10 and 12% of their total household income on energy, they're going to have to make very difficult decisions. These are people you would be dealing with, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, just and what does very difficult decisions mean? Um, now they're going to the food bank um, because they've got to get the food from somewhere. They're going, you know, do their kids enroll in sports? Um, are they buying birthday presents? Are they buying Christmas presents? Are they going to go and take a course to upgrade their skills to, to try and get that better job? Um, are they turning the heat on at all? Um, are they sitting in one room with just uh, a candle on, risking fire, and they've blocked off other rooms, so now it's getting moldy because there's no heat in other parts of the, uh, the house? Tons of different decisions. You were... Uh in an email to me that you sent me the other day, on Thursday, you wrote, people didn't get behind because they just didn't feel like paying. The people we are helping simply can't afford it. And I understand, if I understand it correctly, you were surprised at the numbers of people who needed help. Yeah, I was really shocked when um, our, our local um, our reporters here with our, our local daily paper, the Owen Sound Sun-Times, um, we're able to find out from Hydro One that there were 56 people in our households, in our community, that were totally disconnected. And I think I knew about four of them. So I was really surprised at that number because, uh, you know, I thought we had been able to get our message out there for people to call us and we would work and we would try and do and we would advocate. And, you know, we'd go through the couch cushions looking for funds um, to try and help people. So I was totally gobsmacked when I found out that there was... 56 households in my community that had no power, and it's snowing. Bill 27. The bill that, again, quoting from your email, moves the power for disconnections to the OEB, the Ontario Energy Board, is stalled in committee. You're right. Why the heck the PCs and the NDP couldn't pass it faster is beyond me, beyond me too. And I said earlier, and we spoke with Patrick Brown last weekend on this program, the Ontario PC leader. I'm not impressed with the PCs. I'm not impressed with the NDP. Uh, and clearly, the Liberals are the cause of the problem. So, Bill 27, what do you want to t- say about that? Um, with Bill 218 before the throne speech, it became Bill 27 after the throne speech. We've been trying to get this bill passed, um, you know, since we first found out about it back in the summer. Um, because it does give power to the Ontario Energy Board over disconnections. We don't know what the Energy Board will decide. Um, they haven't, because they haven't been actually tasked with it yet, because the bill hasn't been passed. And our hope, though, is, because we've been communicating with them, that they will enact some kind of restriction that uh, either a full-blown moratorium on disconnects over the winter, or there has to, you know, they have to connect with the OEB and ask permission to disconnect somebody before they can go and disconnect somebody. Or they have to call us and say, can you go and help these people? Have they access services? Are you aware of them before they can go and disconnect people? There's lots of different mechanisms beyond just don't, you know, don't disconnect. There are ways we can do that so that, you know, because we don't want people to say, oh, okay, I'll just save my money and pay it in March. You know, we understand that the companies have obligations as well, and they have businesses. But the low-income people, for sure, are not sitting here and deciding, well, I'm going to use my hydro money and go to Cuba for uh, a week instead. They're making the decisions of, you know, 
do I have breakfast today? Here's the human story, and it quotes you, and it's by Brian Hill, also of Global News, and Brian has done remarkable work, and I know he's interviewed you many times. He's awesome. Um, he writes, quoting you, this is an absolute crisis. We've talked to people who've had medical emergencies, a man who had a heart attack, who told our staff it would be financially better for his family if he'd passed away rather than survive. The man's rationale? His medical equipment uses too much electricity and pushed up the cost of the family's hydro bill. That's heartbreaking. It is. It was, I mean, my staff, I have amazing staff, and, and when somebody is talking to them and tells them that, yeah, what do you do with that? When you're sitting in front of somebody who says, gee, I wish I died. It would have been better for my family if I had died because of their hydro bill. That just is incredible to me that somebody could be that desperate and that destitute that they wish they had not survived. Meanwhile, free overnight electric vehicle charging is coming into play. (laughs) Ontario intends to establish a four-year free overnight electric vehicle charging program for residential and multi-unit residential customers starting in 2017. So we have a man who says, I wish I'd died of my heart attack. Because the, elect- the, the equipment, the medical equipment in my home to help me survive and get well is costing too much electricity. But the province is going to have a four-year free overnight electric vehicle charging program for residential and multi-unit residential customers starting in 2017. You know what, Francesca? It takes me back to a, a, a term I've been using for years, and it really applies. You can't outthink those who aren't thinking. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's awful. It's, it's incredible. It's awful. If, if, why not give people with CPAP machines equivalent free overnight so when they're sleeping and they've got their CPAP machine on, that their hydro's free? Now, why not? Yeah. Why not? But if you, if you go and buy yourself an electric car, they'll give you free hydro to charge it overnight. But the person with the CPAP machine, they got to pay. Yeah. And, I mean, I understand this is about balancing power grids and stuff, and we need to use... No, no, it's about overnight. people. It's about well, people. Yeah, it's about people. It's about people. It's about a basic right. It's a human right. We talk a lot about human rights in this country, and governments love to say human rights are being violated here, there, and everywhere. Well, I would argue that the Ontario government has done a hell of a job in assaulting the human rights of people in this province who are low-income and rely on electricity and can't pay the bill because of the Premier's mistake. You're an amazing person, uh, Francesca. You really are. Thank you so much for joining us. (laughs) Thank you. Really is. Um, Frances- oh, hey, Francesca. Yeah. Tell us again uh, the uh, the uh, where we can go online to to, to assist um, the United Way in Bruce and Gray counties. You can go online to um, www.donatetoday.ca. It's mobile friendly and make a donation to our community fund. That supports the work we do. Um, this takes a lot of time to work on all these energy projects, and it takes away from our fundraising abilities to do this. So. Anybody who's looking to make that year-end donation, um, you can go onto our, our general website, which is unitedwayofbrucegray.com, 
or go on donatetoday.ca and, and make a donation. And it really supports the work we do because it gives us the time to go and write these reports and have these ideas. And, you know, earlier you alluded to nobody having any ideas. They don't have any ideas because I get emails going, so what are your ideas? Um, do you know, so do you know what it is? Do you know, do you know what the government's, I'll tell you what the government's interested in. It's interested in its own political survival far more than it is in the basic well-being of the people of the province who are struggling. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. I don't expect you to comment on that. Yeah, I, I can't no, comment don't, on don't, that. No, don't, don't do that. I I'll, just know everybody is looking for that silver button. What's going to fix this? Yeah. Because I've had those emails and those questions yeah. into my office. Yeah. And I've spent my Saturdays writing out ideas and writing reports and, and making connections. You know, okay, so we need to talk about revenue side of things. Right. We need to talk about, uh, you know, how much money does somebody on disability get? And uh, all those pieces, what are those mechanisms? What are the rebate programs? Right. Who's eligible for these things? Thank you, Francesca, so much. All right, thank you. For all you do. Donatetoday.ca, donatetoday.ca, the United Way of Bruce and Gray Counties. Your calls on the electricity crisis in Ontario when we come back.